Well, welcome everybody to Self Cell Care, and we're so excited to have you here today. And I am Reverend Jody L. Susan Calhoun. Um, and today we're talking about releasing the suffering and stepping into joy, and um, which is really important, right? Because um, on some level, uh, as long as we want something more for someone than they want it for themselves, <clears throat> we're suffering. So without that, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring on uh, Michelle Froge, the rock star coach, who looks absolutely fabulous today. Let me just add that. Um, hello. Hello, hello. So, you know, my Facebook blew. So that's why we had the long intro. My, oh, my isn't that mm. fun? Yeah, it is. So what I'm going to do, um, why don't you just kind of share real quick um, what the show's about today, a little bit more. I'm going to put the link for YouTube in the Facebook on my other device. Okay. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So Jody came up with this, um, topic and as the universe does, um, we both had, after she came up with this, we both had some very serendipitous things happen where this, <laughs> this topic really came into, it's like, it's like, okay, the universe was saying, or God was saying, you know, like, okay, you chose this. Now we're going to give you some examples, real life examples, so that you have a whole lot of things to talk about and you have experience in this. <laughs> um, so thank you universe. Um, yeah, it's it's hilarious that um, how 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 many examples they chose to give me, right? Right oh, through Thanksgiving, it was and hilarious. me, yes. Yeah. And the thing is, is that if you are like Jody and I, if you are an empath, you may not even realize that if others, especially those that are close to you. Um, and that you're emotionally tied to in some way, you may not even realize that if they're not happy or if something is wrong with them, your desire to fix it, perhaps, um, or you taking on their energy and feeling responsible in some way is a result of your suffering because we tell ourselves subconsciously, oh goodness, they're not happy. That makes me not happy. I have to have them happy or well or fixed or whatever in order for me to be well or happy or fixed or whatever. And that's so false. It is so false. But until we're aware of it, we can't do anything about it. But now that you are aware about of it, hallelujah, you get to do something about it. And we're going to help with that today. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. So I was at this meeting yesterday and um, a new friend of mine was at that meeting, a really, really great guy. And um, I noticed his heart was hurting. Mm -hmm. Now, my heart was grieving that at that meeting for something else. And, and I said to my friend, I said, Hey, are you okay? He said, you know, 
I was, but then like my heart, my lung and everything is heavy. And I went, uh-oh. Oopsies. <laughs> that might be me. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, why don't you come with me <laughs> for a moment? Because I think I may have an idea what's going on. You know? So, um, so yeah. So, and then I cleared it in a second goes, oh, he goes, I get it. And then he said, you know, I'm sorry you're going through that, but thank you for the clarity. Yes. So that's the thing, you know, I had a coach, um, not long ago and she used to say something like this. And, you know, at first it kind of took me by surprise and then I really got it and I really appreciated her, um, the intent behind the, the phrase. And she would say something like, I'm not sorry you're going through that, but I will I will hold space for you. I will stand next to you. I will be here for you, et cetera, et cetera, right? And I appreciate that because, you know, what I can say personally is, I'm sorry you're hurting, but I'm happy for the lessons. You know, yes. I don't like to see my friends hurting or my loved ones hurting. Uh, or upset or, or whatever that looks like. But I am happy that, that they're, they've been given lessons because lessons are opportunities to grow. And if people aren't growing and learning, well, then what's the point? Well, and it's really, you know, if we, if we resist the learning and we resist the growth, actually that brings on more suffering and more pain. So I think that that also needs to be addressed. So, you know, um, and I did get everything posted, reposted on Facebook while you were sharing. So thank you very much. So we're live on YouTube. We are also live on Michelle's uh, Facebook page um, and on Michelle's uh, Facebook group. And I did, you know, hopefully everyone else will find the other links as well. But um, so, so here's the thing. As an empath, um, or just someone like just someone who feels right, you know, compassion for their fellow man. Um, I mean, we, actually, we could take a political thing that's going on where we have a war in Israel and Palestine and um, people are sad about this. They're hurting because of it. And we all feel each other's pain and we feel the pain of the people out there. And so and I'm not saying we shouldn't, you know, feel for people. I don't think Michelle's saying that either. But we're saying that. We have to, on some level, do what we can and then allow, really allow this person or people to feel their feelings. And even if it's pain, it's okay because pain puts us into action to do things differently. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. The, the lesson, if, if the trigger whether it be pain or, you know, any of these things, sadness, fear, if that trigger is taken away, then there's no need to act. So a lot of times these triggers, these emotions, these feelings, they are helpful because it does push us into action. And, and if we are taking on 
other people's emotions and feelings, well, then we're not only being pushed into action for ourselves, but we're being pushed into action for others because our subconscious feels like we have to help them get past this or get over this so that we can be whole again. And that's, it's, it's not helping us and it's absolutely not helping them because if we take that away from them, then they take no action. And uh, the whole lesson yeah, is for us, whomever is in the crisis or whatever it may be, that's for us to take the action and learn from that so that we can heal and fix ourselves and change what needs to be changed inside of us, not, not change things for other people. Otherwise, they're going to miss the lesson. And guess what? It'll come back again in a different way because the lessons are there to learn. And if we don't learn them once the first time, well, guess what? You'll be given another opportunity. <laughs> well, and thank you for that. The It just occurred to me, like I got pinged. It's codependency, really. So this is people pleasing, right? Having poor boundaries, caretaking, uh, trying to control everything in your space and being dependent upon the emotions of others yeah. versus just being like centered and balanced and understand that it's kind of like, you know, when you're raising kids, right. And I don't have kids, but I, I have raised many children actually. Um, I used to get 22 a year <laughs> when I <laughs> do an incubator program. Yeah. You, birthing out 22 people a year. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> and they're big, they're not babies. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, when we don't allow, you know, so there, I, I'm thinking of an example <clears throat> where there was a father and he wouldn't allow his child to fail forward. He was trying to save his child from making all the mistakes. And one of the greatest gifts that my mom, and I'm just getting this now, that my mom gave me was to allow me to fail forward all the time. And it, she had to bite her tongue, like big time. So um, so tell me some examples. How can we help people allow others to, um, you know, be where they need to be, detach from that other person's suffering, right? Yeah. And and then just be present for them, but not own their own, not own the other person's suffering. Yes. It the key is to stay neutral, and it's not easy um, for empaths. And and here's the thing: what I have learned is that. I know that we are all on our own journey. And we talk about this a lot on your show, Jody. Um, mm -hmm. We're all on our own journey. And my journey isn't going to look exactly like yours. And it's not going to look exactly like the next person, the next person. It's not going to look exactly like anyone else's because it's my own. And if I know that, then I also can understand that the other person is on their own journey 
And if I step in, I'm messing things up for them. I mm -hmm. think I'm helping, but I'm not. Because if I take that pain away or I, quote, fix it or whatever, then their journey is not the same. Because I'm looking at it through my eyes. And if we, here's the thing. We hear a lot, focus on yourself, focus on yourself, focus on yourself. And a lot of times we think, oh, that's selfish. No, it's actually not. If you focus on yourself and you keep your eyes on your own paper. Yeah. Oh, you don't even want to get me going on that one. What you don't know is they got a different test than you. So if you look mm -hmm. at their number five and you're like, oh, gosh, that's the wrong answer. Well, wait, you didn't know what the question was because it's not the same question that you have for number five. That's so, so they're, so they're following a different guideline. They're following a different exam. So we have no business to try to help them other than be there for them. Now, now. I know some, there's somebody, I can feel it. There's somebody going, what in the world is that woman saying? She's saying, don't help people? No, 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 no. If someone comes to you and they say, can you help me through this? I'm really struggling. I would like your insight. Can we talk about this? Do you have a moment? Of course, of yeah, course. Yeah. And in that conversation, you are going to very likely shed some light on things in a perspective that they don't, that they didn't see before. So you are oh. helping them, but you're not. Like you Pardon? <clears throat> like how you helped me today. You yeah. know, um, this morning, uh, you know, we spoke about uh, someone who felt that they were trying to save me, like from someone else. And I'm like, but I don't need saving. <laughs> I can handle it. And so here's what you want to know. The universe presents situations to you for you so that you can clear it for you. <laughs> so um, I'm trying to give a good example without giving away names. Okay. So, so for instance, I have a friend uh, who has uh, an employee and this friend's employee started telling stories. And we're not germane to the situation at hand, like excuse making stories and things like that. And my friend's like, yeah, I, I don't have time for stories. I, I, I got to go do the thing. And so do you, by the way. You've got that thing you got to do. And I'm like, well, how'd you, you know, how'd you like getting those stories? Because you're a storyteller. <laughs> so what I got, so this person got storytelling as a opportunity to look at themselves as being a storyteller and that it's not a high value activity and it's uh, not working, right? So then going back to 
how to release suffering and step into joy, right? And how does this all relate? Well, if the universe showed me how, uh, well, someone who's trying to save me from another person during a conversation, I'm like, I don't need saving. And then I found out with coaching from Michelle that, oops, I'm doing that to others. So it's an opportunity for me to not do that to others because as much as I don't want this person to suffer trying to help me and save me from the person I'm talking to over the phone, right? By the way, that person's trying to help me and they are suffering. They feel my pain. What that person didn't understand is that I can handle it, okay? And so how many times am I doing that to someone else? Yeah, they're suffering, but they're here to handle it. And it's their lesson to handle. And it's in, in if we don't let them handle it, they're going to actually get that lesson over and over and over again until they can handle it. And the universe says, here's your checkbox. Mm -hmm. You got that handled. Now let's go on to the next lesson so you can level up. So where are you, if you're, if you're listening, where are you trying to help someone that maybe just doesn't want help? Where are you enabling them? Where are you doing their work because you don't think that they can do it, that nobody can do it as good as you? Because really, what it what is yourself from some sort of feeling that you don't want to feel because it makes you uneasy or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. and how many times have, um, this might be a, a good example, especially going into this season where there's going to be, a, you know, a lot of parties and things and gatherings where there's a lot of different personalities in the same room, you know, yeah. um, probably most of us have been in a room with, with a person that like we feel either is, making a fool of themselves or they're just, you know, super loud or super this or super that or whatever, just completely like highlighting themselves in a way that you would feel uncomfortable if you were being highlighted in. Mm -hmm. And so perhaps, you know, you, you know, there's a lot of different ways to go about it. Like some would just, you know, talk about that person. Some would go get that person and try to take them out of that situation. I've had that done to me. Because, you know, I mean, like, it's hilarious. You know, I, I'm just going to call, you know, our our light shines bright, right? Yeah. Because we're you most of the time, not all the time, you know, we're walking with God. We're walking with the divine. And we're, we're our goal, and not that we're perfect at it, but is to bring God's light right? To, to the world so they can have joy, so they can have peace, so they can have happiness. And, you know, sometimes the light is just too bright for others yeah. and they need to like dim it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, there is a woman and actually I'm going to tell who it is because it's so perfect because, and she'll be on the show. Her name is Mama Ali. Recognize the last name? I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Muhammad's wife. So I met her a few weeks ago when I was in Florida. And she walked into the room. I don't know who she is. 
her, her light's pretty bright. I bet it is. <laughs> and I'm like, crapola. I don't know who this is, but she's so bright that I had to get myself grounded again. Right now, you and I are. You and I have enough wisdom that we wouldn't go put out her light. We would ground ourselves so we could be present. So at the end of the event, so we're talking like six hours later, I find out she's like down the table for me and she walks over to introduce herself. And she gives me her book, which, oh, is here. It's uh, Undefeated, right? Um, her name is uh, Dr. Uh, Kalila Ali Camacho but she goes by Mama Ali. And um, yeah. So cool. She's such a love. And so, but the question is, had it been someone else, who would have tried to potentially put out her light, dim her light? And the thing is, I think we can shift our mindset to look at ourselves, why we have such a hard time with someone else's light. And I had a hard time with her light. And I had a hard time with her light because she stands in her power in a way I have never seen before. And, and then I'm like, I love that. But we sometimes need time to integrate. So we don't need to go fixing people. And we don't need to save people and we don't have to suffer if they're suffering instead we can kind of just breathe pause and assess what is it i'm feeling why am i feeling this way what can i do differently and ground and somebody liked that comment thank you <laughs> and who are you and, you know, observe. And there's nothing wrong, like we were saying, there's nothing wrong with saying, can I do something for you? Mm -hmm. Can I help? Can I hold space? Can I pray for you? Can I, you know, whatever that that looks like or whatever feels good to you. Um, and, you know, if we turn the tables, if we're suffering, would we like for someone to come in and take it all away? Sure. In the moment, we absolutely would. And if we've if we've gone through enough and we have learned enough and are wise to the way things work, we also know that if we don't work through our own things, our own lessons, and absolutely, we can have help from others. Doesn't mean we have to do it on our own. But oh, no, I, I couldn't do it on my own, a lot of these things. There's no mm -hmm. doubt. I mean, you helped me, you know, my doctor, Michelle Kukla, um, when I was in Illinois, shoot, right? And yeah. you know, countless friends that have been a stand, yeah. right? Who didn't try, you know, and here's actually, here's an interesting thing, Michelle. And, you know, a lot of times we're trying to fix the situation, right? So, you know, 
and for those who are listening, I converted from Judaism to Christianity. Now, I want to tell you there was a long line, <laughs> meaning from the time I was 11 and I had moved from a Jewish neighborhood to a Christian neighborhood, people were trying to convert me left and right. And they their attempt at this was to make me wrong for being a Jew first and to guilt the hell out of me <laughs> into becoming a Christian. Literally guilt the hell out of you. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And so, because that's where they said I was going to reside. Right. <laughs> um, so, so it's interesting, you know, I, I, I converted when I was 50. So that took 49 years. And um, not because somebody tried to fix me and not because somebody made me wrong for where I was at, but because I, I was loved where I was at. And so if we just love people where they're at, yeah. mm, which yes. look, that's a lot easier said than done. Right. But I'm going to do that. Like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let people feel their feelings. If they have a question, I'll answer it. But if they, if they need to go sleep it off or run it off or take a walk or cry it off, I, I, not, I let, let them. Because they need to go through their process. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. We so often, I, I love that, Jody, because so often we think we're helping and that's the way we can show love when sometimes the best way that we can show love is just be there. And like you said, let them deal with it the way they feel is best for them. Who are we to tell somebody how to fix something they're going through or how to process. We're not, we're not them. We can certainly help if we're asked, but you know, our world recently, especially is just like inserting themselves. Oh, this group of people thinks that the other group of people needs to do it this way. And if they don't, they're wrong. And Oh, we'll kill them. And Oh, we'll shame them. And Oh, we'll bully this group. And, you know, make fun of these other people. It's like, oh my goodness, we can be a light. We can share information and share our beliefs without judgment, without telling somebody else they're wrong. Mm -hmm. Like you said, loving them where they are and, and without giving unsolicited advice. Oh, that's huge. I actually, I won't say never because it's not a never, but I would say majority of the time, I do not give advice unless I'm asked or I ask permission to give advice. And it's a really big thing. It's a, that's a boundary, right? And so, <clears throat> um, yeah, that's a boundary. Uh, but there was something I was going to say. Oh, here's why this is also so, so very important. Look, I'm a loner in a lot of ways. I love community. I love people. <clears throat> but I need a lot of personal time. I need a lot of personal time to further my relationship with God and further my relationship with myself. And because if I don't know me, I can't serve you. And so what I want to say is that giving people, and I really get it clear now, giving people time to process 
their feelings without you interfering is so important. I want to tell you, since as I was a child, how I would process my feelings is I would sleep for a half hour, an hour, take a nap, wake up, happy as a lark, process the information, boom, I'm ready to go. I'm 60, still do the same thing. <laughs> the yeah, same. I've seen you not take a nap and get it, but like, you know, just when we've had conversations, you are someone that, first of all, you take, when you ask for help, you listen and you take those words and you're discerning because not every piece of advice that we get is necessarily going to resonate, but the things that do resonate, you take and you're grateful for all of it. And I think that's a really, I think it's a really beautiful gift that you actually give other people. And of course that you give yourself that you really listen and think about it and you take it to heart and you look at yourself like you're looking in a mirror and say, yes, darn it. I may not like that, but yeah, that's well, that like this afternoon. I'm like, oh shoot, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> well, and you know what twisted? You know what that plot twist was back in ninety? Uh, I think it was ninety seven, nineteen ninety six, nineteen ninety seven, ninety six. I did the three sixty degree profiler when I was working for the bank, um, and got I you know. So for those who don't know what that is, it's a an evaluation. Um, you give let's say out five copies of an evaluation to people you work with and, and that you like and that you have a good relationship with. And then they tell you the truth about what they think. <laughs> That's fun. There's a lot of apologies made. I'm just going to tell you. I'm like, and so I got the value of someone giving me honest feedback and how it allowed me to rise up. It was probably one of the most important days of my life mm. um and you okay so look at the title of this discussion release suffering and step into joy that's mm. what you did for yourself you actually could release the suffering of being told the truth even if it wasn't pretty or something that you wanted to hear but you were able to take that in and look at it for what it was and be grateful for it and step into joy because of it. And how beautiful is that? Yeah. So let's talk about that for a moment, not just even relative to me, but like, really, I think, um, and there's a, actually I'm, I'm taking a, um, a webinar tonight with uh, Dr. Matt uh, Smith or maybe that's his last, no, it's not Dr. Matt Smith, James, another, another good name. <laughs> so, but he's amazing. He teaches neural linguistic programming. My husband and I trained under him for four days in uh, Chicago. And uh, today, um, this evening, he's talking about how confrontation is not a bad thing. It's actually beautiful, and which I believe as well. And all that to say is that having truth, having someone confront you with the truth is for me, a huge release. One, I'm black and white. 
I mean, which is really hilarious since I'm an intuitive because I had to go from black and white to gray. And I'm like, <laughs> right. But, um, you know, because I was in finance, everybody. Right. <laughs> like that's black and white. But the thing is, is that. Let me see if I can get this into words. Um, when we can shift our mindset, as Michelle was saying, and take confrontation as the gift that it is, remove defense, put defense, kick it to the curb, okay? And then when you have the honest feedback, you can take action. Now you have a choice. It doesn't mean that the feedback that you're getting is always true. Okay. So my approach and Michelle, I would like you to share yours as well is I listen actively and then I decide, well, this part's true for me. This part's not true for me or all of it's true for me, but I active listen and then I choose, but I'm not making a choice until the person is complete with their communication. So if I'm trying to respond or even formulate a response in the midst of the conversation, uh, especially if I'm going on defense, then the value is lost. Now I will tell you today, because I want to bring a caveat to this, Michelle was giving me feedback gratefully and I got downloads, uh, which were confirming Michelle's feedback and giving me a yes and, and not only is she right about this, but try that one on too. And so I interrupted with a reply because I'm like, oh, right. And so if you're interrupting the a reply, like, like we're all human, you know, sometimes we can't control our excitement about, you know, having the breakthrough because it's right. a breakthrough. Right. Um, you know, like send yourself a grace card and ask the person you're talking to, to give you a grace card too. But, you know, if you can shift that one thing, you know, like to listen, to learn, you don't have to take it on as truth, but you can choose to. Yes. What about you, Michelle? Yeah. I'm being reminded of my, um, acupuncturist says this all the time, just because I say it doesn't make it true for you. And so I love that. And, and what you were saying, Jody, almost exactly the same, you know, when I'm doing things the way I would like to do them, uh, when I am responding the way I would like to respond, I am listening to understand where the other person is coming from and, and learning to see things from their perspective. Because here's, I mean, an example would be recently, you know, someone said that I was questioning them. And I... I heard them say that and I was confused because I wasn't questioning them. I asked a question mm. and if I hadn't listened to them and if I wasn't able to see things from their perspective, 
I would have dismissed that and been like, oh, that's dumb because I didn't I didn't question them. Right. But I was able to see it from their perspective. And I thought, okay, even though that was not my intent, I can see where, especially based on past experience, right? Whether my interaction with them in the past or their interaction with other people in the past, they have felt, you know, like people were questioning them. So if I hadn't been able to see it from their perspective, I wouldn't be able to take that step back and go, okay, now I understand how I can approach this differently in the future so that they don't feel that way because I don't want them to feel that way because that's not my intent. Right. Right. And so like you were saying, Jody, if we are listening with a defensive spirit, we're going to dismiss anything that doesn't immediately feel good to us. And a lot of times when people are giving us feedback, it's not necessarily going to feel good to us the first time. (laughs) But the thing is, if you don't hear it at a soul level, anchor it in. Like if you get that it's true, okay, you don't want to anchor in something that's not true. Right. But if you're not anchoring in the, the lesson and then shifting your mindset and anchoring in the shift so it sticks with you, which I can teach you how to do, by the way. Um, Michelle's the better coach, by the way, when it comes to this topic. <laughs> but I'm going to teach you how to anchor in. Uh, <laughs> so the thing is, so, and, and here, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a jerk. Like, because in my relationships... I expect a lot. I I dig in deep. And so um, if someone's asking me for something and I find they're not listening, I walk away, right? And then, so I need them to really listen. And then, like, if, if it's between us, like, if it's between me and you, Michelle, which this has never happened, but uh, if it was between you and I, I'd want to, I can feel you, you know this and you can feel me. I know that you got it, right? And I also know if you've anchored it into your, into your heart center so that you can shift and grow. And otherwise, if I'm living with you and you're doing this day in, day out, like, you know, just stick my head in the sand. <laughs> and so if, if you're troubled with the topic or you are looking for a way to um, to get coaching on this. I, I would talk to Michelle on this one, honestly. She's really um, better suited for that. But if you're looking how to anchor in new thought forms, NLP training, <laughs> neuro-linguistic programming. So I also want to say this because uh, I want to pivot just for a quick second um, so my girlfriend here, um, that's right. Her Michelle, um, is in a contest. Okay. And I'm going to put the link in the thread, but I'm also going to bring it up. Um, so it's, oh, the Michelle, Michelle, the, the tab's not working. That's odd. 
Oh, it says opens in new tab. That's why. Okay. So let me go back to, to private chat and grab that. There you go. So copy. I was going to say, I can, I think I can do it right here. There we go. There we go. You got it? Okay. I just posted it. Oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I am going to show it. Awesome. Um, and Raj, Raj has just texted me. Um, he said, is there a call-in number? Uh, and our Podbean also went down today. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> well, he was late to go in. I'm like, I okay, so this is my girlfriend. So, um, so here's the thing. Um, Michelle is participating in this contest that allows her to win a photo shoot uh, for New Beauty, $40,000 in cash and a spotcation. Um, she's a semi-finalist. We got through this round. The, the next round, uh, we have until Thursday to get her into first place. You have to be in first place, right? To Correct. Okay. Yeah. And so these donations, which I've been making, are going uh, to, was it? What, the what, National what, Breast Cancer Foundation. That's what I thought. Yep. So here's what I want to say to this. Do me a favor. Look the other effing way. <laughs> look, we know exactly. that there's a cure for breast cancer. Okay. Could you just vote and, and donate anyway? <laughs> and let's do the right thing for Michelle. Um, because Michelle, what do you want to, what, what, what does this mean to you? Mm, thank you for asking because, you know, a lot of people, sure. The 40 grand, the spotcation and the magazine. Yeah. Thank you. That is going to be super fun. Amazing. I need to get mm. my car fixed. So that'll, that'll go a long ways to fix my car. <laughs> um, yeah, right. And it also, and I, um, The when when light workers, and I'm going to say it this way: when light workers have more money, they can help more people. And I have been growing this business for a couple of years now, and it ain't easy, people. I came from a career where forty thousand dollars was not rare in one sale let alone a month or three months or six months. So $40,000 would go a long way for me and my business and being able to help more people because the reality of it is we all have bills to pay. And if we don't have money to pay our bills, we're going to be stressed out about that. We're not going to probably be thinking as much, how can I give, how can I help other people? We're going to be thinking, what side hustle can I do that's going to pay my electric bill this month, right? And so for me, taking care of some of those bills and taking some of the pressure off month after month, it is going to go a long way. And I have some really fun things that I've already planned to do when this money comes in. 
And um, it also means a lot to know that I have so much support and love. I'm not going to lie. It, it means a whole lot because as I was saying on a video earlier today, you know, we all feel alone at times, no matter how on top of the world someone seems, no matter how big their smile is, no matter how much their light shines, we all feel alone sometimes. And it's really nice. It's more than nice, but I can't really express in words. It is so meaningful to feel and see all the love and support. So um, it's personal and yet it's also an outreach. It also is going to help further my mission and my reach for my business. Very well said. Very well said. Um, you know, and I, I, I hooked into the fact that as light workers, it is, you know, um, we're not bringing home a paycheck every single week, you know, from the corporations aren't paying us. Right. And, um, you know, I was in banking finance, right. Anyways, um, which is also kind of leads into what I was going to start the show with, but because all the technology went down, I had an oops. So how about I share that now? Do. Okay. So, and we're going to leave up the link for Michelle. So if you want to go vote for Michelle, please go do that. We would be grateful. And you can vote for free too, every 24 hours. So you don't have to make a donation, but today is two for one vote. So if you do make a donation, it doubles the amount of votes. So there we go. The yeah. End. Yeah. Um, and thank you. Right. So I, um, I've been talking for the last year about creating my church, which was the, is the church of divine guidance. And there's a lot of feedback from a lot of different professionals about the pros, the cons and the things, you know, like that. And the, at the bottom line, someone said, well, what's your goal? Here's my goal. My goal is to raise funds such that people who cannot afford healing can be given healing for free. That could be a session on one of my FDA cleared medical devices. It could be a water filter, right? Or it could be whatever else that they need. Maybe they need to buy their own PEMF device, you know, whatever that is. Um, and so it allows health to become affordable and it levels the playing field. And it is everyone's divine right to have health. The impetus for this was that when I was disabled, my doctor for five years straight, every single week, never charged me a copay. And so I told her I couldn't afford it and I could not. And so she said, don't worry about it. You show up every week. She billed, you know, my my insurance and I never paid a copay and um, 
like to have that love, like what Michelle was saying, to have someone love you, not for your money, not for what you can do for them or anything like that, to have that unconditional love and support and no expectation of anything back was really the greatest gift I ever got. And so because it's been the most special gift I received, my, my mission is to give that back to the world. So beautiful. Thank you. I love that so much. You know, and it shifted my mindset about health because even there was another doctor and basically we just did an exchange and I worked for him for many, many years and I received a lot of free care, but more importantly, free training. <laughs> Very important. It's what made me who I am today. Like is, is the gifts that I have, I owe to all these practitioners who invested in me. So that's, that's my, that's my gig. Um, thing, you know, that goes back to, you know, we talk about the competition, we talk about, you know, your, your mission and really it's, it's investing in others with no strings attached. Right. And when we do that, look what is happening because someone invested in you, you're paying it forward and look at all of the people that you not only have already touched and helped heal, but look at all of the people that are energetically standing in line, waiting for you to crack, you know, to like cut that ribbon, right? Because there are people waiting for this and you're just helping to fulfill that cycle and give back. And it's just, when we think something can be insignificant, think again, it's not insignificant. It means so much. And some things that you well, know, it, it, one person started this. That's right. And, and, and let me just back up and say, cause this is where I wanted to go with that. We each give in the ways that we give. Yeah. Right. And so you bring joy to people, right? And you do it through my podcast. You do it through these karaoke uh, sessions and allow people to be self-expressed where they might not otherwise do it. And they don't have to pay to come here, do they? No, no, mm -mm. no. There's all sorts of ways that we can give, right? I mean... Music is one, um, you know, readings every once in a while, you and I both do free readings, right? Mm -hmm. We, we help guide others through be, you know, by being a channel, we do that. I mean, there's all sorts of ways that we can give back. And I think, you know, that, that actually goes back to our title. What a way to release our own suffering and step into joy. What, what better way than to give? You know how I got off of disability, don't you? Hmm. I started off by donating my time at the homeless shelters so that I could see how good I had it. 
so I could release my own suffering and step into joy. There you go. So if you're not having a good day, <laughs> go volunteer at this homeless shelter. Shift your mindset in a heartbeat. Right. Mm -hmm. My husband and I give to the homeless all the time, weekly. We collect stuff here at the house. And, you know, he often sees, you know, comes across someone who is homeless. And we have little baggies, gift baggies made up with uh, things that they could use. And then, of course, affirmations. Yeah. I also put a, a dog bone in mine when I keep things in my car. I put dog bone because so often you see them at the side of the road with a dog, you know. So, And you know me and my dogs and cats. Well, yeah, it's like with me and my parrots, right? right. And I love dogs. Like, you know, I yeah. grew up with five dogs in the house. So, uh, Love it. Yeah, I don't want them to suffer either. I want no, them. no, no, yeah. no. And, uh, you know, so... Um, looks like we have a comment. Hold on. It's a heart. Oh, it's a heart. Is that you, honey? Or no, I don't know. Mm -mm. You'd have to take a look in your group in order to see. Yeah, maybe so. Um, so, so if you here, here's the bottom line, and we only have a couple minutes to, for you to release suffering at any given point in time you have to start you have to step outside yourself be the observer right take yourself out of the picture be the observer and say okay if i didn't personalize this oh excuse me <laughs> <laughs> the four agreements everybody if you're still personalizing the stuff that people do yeah go to go to uh the four agreements by miguel ruiz okay and uh the four agreements are uh don't take well be impeccable with your word that's the first one the second one is don't take anything personally which is kind of what we're talking about when we go on defense uh don't yeah. make assumptions and always do your best i want to tell you, you want to talk about a message from the universe i'm in grad school six people that week you ever seen that book because i think you might need that book <laughs> okay i hear you universe thank you <laughs> so um uh what's this uh dear susan essentials i just got in from dr andrew saint bernard corrective chiropractic I'm psyched to watch. Listen, I love you always, Teddy. Hi. Well, well, I hope that you love uh, 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 being there, and I'm happy that you're here today. We only have three minutes left of the show, Teddy, because we are down to a 60-minute show. So I should actually just do that uh, housekeeping. Yes. So we are on now Tuesday afternoons, 3 p.m. Eastern, one hour, Okay. <laughs> the Facebook user. I need to find that book. Okay, so it is on. She's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. Amazon. This is, and I even have it posted. Um, oh, I switched walls because I've got my photo puncture. So I, I, I always wanted to be an acupuncturist, but I didn't want to deal with needles. So now I do it with light. <laughs> and I got my, my, yeah. So, and actually it's the coolest thing on the planet. And after I get internationally certified, which will be in about a, you know, a couple months, um, 
I'll be uh, taking clients for that. Awesome. Um, but uh, I think Hay House, hayhouse.com, H-A-Y-H-O-U-S-E. They're having they're having a lot of sales right now. And I know they have that book. So you may want to check that out, Facebook user. Yeah. And I'm checking it for them. Um, it's really, and they have the best decks. And that, you know, this is how I'm going to actually, I'm not going to check it out because I'm going to let the person who is looking for it do that. The other one I want to share is this book here. This is really important because a lot of people don't pick up on the fact that um, someone is not, no longer when they're speaking in a psychologically safe place. Crucial Conversations is a great book for that. Mm -hmm. And um, I read that when I started grad school. And when I read it in 2011, I'm like, okay, everybody who comes out of the womb needs this book. That's how important that book is. So, uh, so yeah, so like that. And then there was one other thing I wanted to say before we uh, complete the show. Any questions that anybody has? Oh, this is what it was. So Spirit said to pull a deck, uh, pull a card. And I was called to get our surrender deck. And um, so let's just do that real quick. Um, I already had mine out because I had a reading before. Okay. You want to pull one and I'll pull one? Sure. Yeah, let's see what we got. Trying to find... What if we get the same card? Then they really need to hear it. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh, hilarious. I'm going to let you, I, I'm pulled, so I'm just going to wait. Uh, two, two came out. Two? Okay. Mm -hmm. So I got surrender your fear of change and surrender to rest and sleep. And I and got, you got surrender worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they all go together. Yes, they do. Uh, make a commitment not to lead an anxiety-driven life. When worries arise, breathe them out of your body. Focus on the power of your heart and have faith that spirit is guiding you always. Mm. Mm -hmm. The universe is reminding you that you are cared for always. Whether you're afraid of a change in your job, your health, or a relationship, or if you fear aging or death, Repeat the affirmation, I have faith that all is well. And then to prevent burnout, slow down. Honor your need for quiet time and peaceful sleep to rejuvenate your mind, body, and spirit. Okay, I pulled one more. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. I get that all the time. <laughs> right, so surrender obsessive thinking. If you're obsessing about a person or situation, turn the dilemma over to spirit. So do, doing so will help bring you clarity or even solve the problem. Peeps, for me, when I do that, that's like that's where the power is. And I say power in this context. Empower yourself to know that what's meant for you will never pass you by that God has a plan and you're an intricate part of that plan, but you also need to breathe through and let people, you know, go their, go their pace. Oh, and I have a meeting uh, now. Whoopsie. So, um, <laughs> 
I love Thank you. you uh, <laughs> I was like, it's four o'clock. I got a meeting at four o'clock. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Show up next Tuesday. And hopefully the other uh, links will be working, you know, like that. Bye. Thank you.